Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. How are you? How is 2018 treating you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Today's podcast, we are going to kick off 2018 uh, through the lens of staying connected with your purpose. Uh, I want to go through some of the points that I sent out uh, at the beginning of the year, but I want to kind of couch them in that concept of staying connected with your purpose as a hunter type and how important that is for your vitality and your inspiration and also your ability to make changes in your life that you want to change. Uh, I think this is often the place I come to from both the book and from this podcast is we are not broken, messed up, dysfunctional individuals. We are. Uh, we often do not get the kind of support we needed. We often don't understand how our, our neuro- nervous system works and so and the importance of diet and exercise and all those things and how much, how big of a role those play in our life. And so if we did not get the kind of support or uh, clarity about what we need, then often we flail. Uh, but At the core of that is understanding the power of purpose, the power of 
moving into the world, knowing what we're good at, knowing how we can be of service to the world through the gifts and talents that we have. And so I want to cover some of the points that I sent out the last couple of weeks through the lens of staying connected with your purpose. And this will also kind of dovetail into a couple of the future podcasts coming up that cover uh, similar ground and kind of goes more into just like, what is the, the motivation? What gets you up in the morning? And also, what are the things that you need to untie yourself from that are keeping you from waking up feeling good, feeling inspired, feeling excited about life? And uh, that's that's the work. If you want to know where where to put your energy, that's the work. If you're wanting just to you know minimize the suffering, then this may not be the best podcast because really at the core of this, my intention for you is for you to really thrive and find find connection with your purpose. And if you already have that, then just what are the things that are keeping you from uh, moving to the top of your game? And uh, and it's I'm really touched by how many people have been reaching out to me, both in terms of just hearing about this past year, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, and it was a very challenging year for the family. Uh, and that's why I took a little step back from the podcast, but mom's doing really well, and she's thriving, and she's she's her body's getting back into health after chemo, and uh, very inspiring for me just to see someone go through so much in a very short period of time and just come out um, just so strong and so uh, ready to just keep moving, and, and uh, it's been, I've been very blessed. I've got a very amazing family, but my mom in particular has been a great support of this work. And, you know, she shaped me. So I am uh, very grateful for all your kind words. And uh, so before we get started, I want to cover a couple pieces here. Uh, So we definitely have many good things in store this coming year. I've been very inspired. The podcast and the book sales and people reaching out has grown pretty much exponentially since 2017. So uh, I'm so pleased that this is making a difference in your life. Thank you so much for taking the time to email me. It means a lot because I get your emails. I know this is not the most active group group on Facebook and some of the social media, which I understand sometimes you don't want to like make some of that stuff public if you're feeling uh, a little um, sensitive about it. So I understand that, but I I really appreciate it. I mean, I get emails just about every day. And so I want to thank you so much for just taking the time to write and share with me um, how the material has been helpful to you. And uh, that helps me then cycle back and say, like, well, what can I contribute back? Because you often give me questions and I can then kind of take that in. That filters into my coaching work and it also filters into what we cover on the podcast. So thank you so much. And thanks for putting the word out. So many of you over this past, we did a sale at the beginning of the year, bought books for other people. I saw a lot of repeat customers. So that was really awesome. So thank you so much for sharing the information. That's really how this perspective gets out into the world. And it's definitely been a group effort. So thank you so much. Um, Moving forward, I want to put some focus on doing some videos this year. A few of you have mentioned that. Uh, I've been slowly, quietly building up the YouTube channel with the podcast, just taking a slide and then just putting the audio of the podcast on YouTube so people can find it that way. And I know a few of you have already found, found us that way. Uh, but I'd like to actually get into doing some real videos and, and walking you through maybe some some dietary tips, some food preparation, shopping, uh, some interviews. So uh, if you're interested, uh, I would say go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com. Uh, go to the upper right-hand corner, click on the
on the YouTube button and click the subscribe button. So when people subscribe, it gets to more people. YouTube usually ranks us higher. And so we get to this material gets out to more people. But more importantly, you get notified when we post a new video. So if you're interested, that would be very helpful. And it also hopefully would get you in the loop. And I'm also open to suggestions. So if you have anything that you'd like us to cover, especially that would be helpful in the visual format, uh, let us know. We'd be really interested to get your feedback to keep keep this material moving forward and providing uh, more immersive uh, support. And sometimes video is just the only way to do it. So we can only cover so much on, on the podcast from an audio perspective, but actually walking through like a health food store and what to look for. Those are things that would be better served uh, from a video format. So please send over suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, so first order of business is we are doing, uh, I'm trying to do this twice a year. We have the next Alive uh, workshop coming up, and that'll be this coming February. So it's coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to do, I'm changing it up a little bit. So we're going to do the uh, four Fridays, or sorry, four Saturdays in a row. So we're going to do, it'll be February 3rd, February 10th, February 17th, and February 24th. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time. So you have to look that up of where, how, where that sits in your neck of the woods. But here's what I can tell you. So we've done two of these so far. Uh, these are life-changing. I've, these have been amazing. I've just heard so much good feedback from this. We, and more importantly, it creates community. And I know many of you are really craving that as you're moving forward. Some of you feel like a little isolated. You listen to the podcast, but you want people to like hear from people that are like yourself, that have the similar uh, intentions of, of not perceiving yourself as, as having a disorder, but also just getting that camaraderie. And I got to tell you, especially the one in September was outstanding i've just they just it's the the group the facebook group that we created from it is still really active and uh i've just been so impressed it's been just i feel like i'm just sort of facilitating and you guys are doing a lot of the work so if you're interested we'd really love to have you on and i try to keep this very affordable so it's just a little bit more than the price of one coaching session so if you all are interested we're going to be covering uh just as a reminder if you haven't heard us talk about it before the the four days we cover the first day is life visioning which a lot of we'll talk more about that on this podcast today time management getting your time management systems dialed in uh, wellness planning and then the last day will be creating support systems so the key piece to this is it's very hands-on i'm not just throwing out information we're actually doing the work on during the workshop you're going to be encouraged and you're going to have worksheets and you'll be doing this work that i can tell you i do with every single coaching client so you're getting like the beginning stages of every, any coaching client that comes through, comes to me i go through these steps so um if you're interested in like later going into getting life coaching from me this is such a good start Two, you're create you're getting a really good community of people that are going to be supportive for, to you after the workshop and then i'm also going to be recording those so you'll be able to reference and go back to them so if you can make it we'd love to have you on we will cap it so i try not to get too many people in it so uh definitely if you're interested sign up early um we usually fill up so 
that's the only note I have on that. And we'll give a discount, uh, an early bird discount. So just watch for your emails. Um, and uh, just you can go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com and you'll see the banner at the top. You can click on that or just watch for the emails that will be coming out. You can also go to alivelifecoaching.com. That's my life coaching site. And there'll be information there for you as well. So if you can make it, we'd love to have you. And uh, if you have any questions, just drop us an email. Me or Cuesta will be responding to your emails and uh, would love to have you. And we'll try to do this twice a year. Uh, but definitely beginning of the year is a really good time to do this kind of work. So hope to see you there. So staying connected with your purpose, that's the theme for today. And this is a good one to start the year off. I like having this as a good reminder because it's so easy to get lost, especially, so I'm recording this now on the 14th of January, 2018. And uh, two weeks have gone by. And sometimes those could be two really full weeks. Uh, and a lot has happened. And so whatever intentions you may have started with, it's easy for those to get eroded. So it's nice to come back uh, a little bit into the year to say, okay, what is it? What's the intention? What's the trajectory I want to have for this year? And starting with purpose is really important. So I want to define that. And we've covered this in other podcasts, but again, the reminder, I need to hear this myself too. You, As a hunter type, you have certain tendencies and gifts that other people do not have. And, you know, I mentioned them a lot about terms of hyper-focus, creativity. These are things that we are ten we tend to be very good at in some way, shape, or form. And everyone's different. But the key to it is there's things that you do that you know when you're doing them, you're you are at the top of your, your game, you know that other people can't do them as well as you do, and you feel alive. That is sort of the key piece to it. You feel you're alive, people give you feedback that you are, you're contributing to them in some way, and so that's how you know you're kind of on the path, you're on purpose, you're connected. And it could be just through parenting. That's a huge piece. I, I work with quite a few parents, and that is a huge, I mean, waking up and having the purpose of supporting another life, moving into the world and becoming a vital human being. I mean, I can't imagine a more purposeful uh, way to live and to remind yourself that that's the case, because it's so easy to just get lost and, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this, and then I want but you lose touch with like, well, what am I really doing? What is the, what is the bigger work here? So in going through some of the points that I, I sent out at the beginning of the year, I want to couch those all, all in the sense of <clears throat> what is your purpose? Why are you here? And how can these specific steps support you in moving closer to that? And again, a lot of this is untying. A lot of this is like moving away from things that are pulling your energy, that aren't supporting you. There Maybe there's people in your life that are bringing you down that you may have to set some boundaries around. Uh, it could be your thought forms that key, like kind of those critical thoughts that keep coming up over and over again. These are things that I work with with a lot of my coaching clients. Is like, how do you start changing that, those habitual thoughts that you know, slowly have built up over time saying, you know, I'm not good at this or I'm not, you know, what, what is my, you know, I have no value because I'm like this. And then you can easily then take the ADHD label, which I don't like, uh, as calling yourself a disorder and go, well, this is what it is. I've got a disorder. And so that makes it okay that, you know, my life's crappy right now. And so th that is not the attitude you should have. 
uh, part of the, the process of uncovering your purpose is, is really starting to turn the dial down on those ne critical and negative thoughts and getting to the place where you're feeling some positive momentum on the things that you most care about, the things that you're good at. So from that perspective, I want to cover uh, some of the points that I sent out in the initial email at the beginning of the year and start to, to just discuss, you know, why these are so important. And these are some key actions you can take moving into 2018 that can help move you in the, in the direction of your purpose, but also move you in the direction of shifting your thoughts to be even more aligned with the life you want. And I know that sounds like kind of new agey, purposeful talk, but it, I can tell you it works. And I can say from my own experience, having a very hard last couple of months, that I've had to really re-up all of the things that I talk about on this podcast, making sure that my thoughts are moving in a good direction. I'm not getting lost in like a lot of worry and anxiety, as well as really getting clear about what are the things that aren't serving me right now and how in exercise. I mean, I know for myself this year, this last six months with mom's diagnosis of cancer, I've had to exercise. I went from running twice a week to every day. I'm pretty much on an everyday schedule at a smaller, not as hard as I usually do like in one session, but the, the management that I needed to to keep everything going had to go into what are the things that are really supporting my well-being and running and jogging was definitely one of them and I had to, to just make that a higher priority and that worked because I was able to stabilize and maintain and keep life going uh, whereas if I didn't had some didn't have some of those systems I would have fallen by the wayside and it's the same thing with maintaining your purpose the things that we're going to talk about are the key ingredients even though sometimes they don't feel connected to keeping yourself on track and having a sense of here's the goals that I have for myself here's how I'm addressing them on a daily weekly monthly basis and here's how I maintain the ability to keep coming back to those uh, over and over and over again, which is the key because you're going to fall. You're going to have things that are going to hold you back. You're going to have situations that are going to come up that are going to derail you. That's life. You have to accept that that's part of the deal. And then you, when you have good systems, those systems will bring you back. They'll both remind you of the things that will keep you healthy and alive, but they also will support you in your purpose. And when you have that, then you get this magical effect where your purpose then feeds you. It gives you energy, and that energy can go back into vitalizing the systems you have in your life that make you more alive. And then vice versa, you have these systems in your life that revitalize you and they reconnect you with your purpose. So it's this, if you get into a good groove, those two will, will just feed each other back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And for hunter types, it's a little more difficult because uh, it's easy to get, it's, a, it's easier for us to get derailed than other people. But on the other end of it, when we are on our game, we can have a lot of energy and a lot of vitality and often have more than someone who's more of a farmer type. And I think most of you can, can see that. And I think if you look back at your life, you can see, okay, yeah, there's definitely uh, times when you've really had the juice and you're really alive and you're really connected. And if you've not experienced that before, then all of these points are critical for you to get to that place where you can experience it. So the first point that I sent out on day one, um, I think I believe it was February, uh, January 1st, was knowing the terrain. So in going into the year, if you haven't done this already, my first simple suggestion as an action item is to just go back and listen to episodes one, two, three, and four. 
uh, and just put them on your your phone. Get you know if you're on iTunes, just make sure they're queued up and just listen to them. Maybe just listen to them once a day, every day for four days. So hopefully you did that. But if you ha- haven't done that, what this will do is will give you. Both these are the chapters in the book. So chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four. So we're gonna cut the if you got the book, you can listen to the podcast, review those chapters, and what this is about is just reminding you what it how what are your tendencies. This is how most hunter types tend to function. What's going on in the brain chemistry. And I talk about the hunter-farmer theory, Tom Hartman's hunter-farmer theory, and how important that is as a psychological metaphor. Instead of using the term disorder, attention deficit disorder, I find that the hunter-type uh, metaphors, and as you have reflected back to me very loudly <laughs> in almost every email that I get from you, that it's very helpful. It gives you a psychological grounding to work from that's positive and also gives you very key pieces to what you can do in terms of exercise, nutrition. It, it's a whole, it's a way to kind of wrap your head around who you are and move into a good direction. So my challenge to you is go to, go back and listen to episodes one, two, three, and four. So the first one is just my introduction, why I wrote the book and what was the inspiration for it. Two was the hunter farmer theory. Episode three was, am I a hunter type? So what are the, the, the specific things that make us who we are? And, and this could be the ADD, ADHD label. But again, I like using the hunter type label and saying, you know, what is it? What are the tendencies that I have? That's also really helpful to do while taking the quiz. If you haven't taken the quiz on the website, that quiz was I spent a lot of time designing that so that it gives you not just a number but it also gives you an email that says here's the things that you can work on here's the things that could be supportive for you moving forward that will potentially make a difference based on your test answers Uh, and then episode four is the brain chemistry of ADD ADHD so this really is at the heart of it this is something that I didn't hear a lot of people talking about when I wrote wrote the book Um, It's slowly percolating out more, but it's so important to understand what's going on under the hood. How does your brain chemistry work? How do the neurotransmitters work, especially with dopamine? Uh, And what can you do through exercise and nutrition that will support that? And then there's so many other pieces to that as well. It's like, how do you structure your day? When do you have tendencies to do things like certain mundane tasks better? So many things get wrapped around that. So if you go back and you listen to those four episodes starting this, the beginning of this year, even if you've listened to them before, we cover a lot of ground. So going back and listening to them again will be helpful for you to just get a good trajectory going for the year just to remind yourself, oh yeah, that's my tendency. I I do this myself constantly. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I need to remember, yes, this is the best time to do this. Um, Most of it's in my head by this point and it gets reinforced by when I do coaching work, but it's always there's always reminders that I need to hear for myself because you know life happens and you forget and then and you, you may get on a good trajectory for a few weeks while you're thinking about one thing and then something happens you get derailed so this is a good time to just do a refresher course listen to the first four podcasts take some notes if you can but if you just pop it on while you're going to work and coming back from work that might be your best bet so day two was uh, setting the course. So setting your course for the year, again, talking about 
finding your purpose, staying on purpose. This is this is the exercise that goes into it. And this is what we'll be covering in the Alive Online workshop. So this will be the first day of the workshop. We'll be going into this. So if you if you find yourself stuck here, which a lot of people do, the workshop is going to be really good for you because it's going to really force you to sit down and do the work, but also have a lot of support for clarifying some of your goals. So what action two was, and this is the first thing I do with my coaching clients is in the like ma those major life categories, what are your goals moving forward for the year, for the next few years? What is it that you want? What are the things that you want? And again, I want to just throw out the categories so you can have a sense of like what I'm talking about. So health and body being number one, because that affects everything. Uh, two, your work. Three, relationships, and that's family, that's friends, that's your kids. Um, there's so many things wrapped up in relationships. That's a broad category. Creative expression, finances, service, like how are you giving back to the world? If you're, if you're suffering from low self-esteem, go volunteer somewhere. It'll magically change that. I guarantee you that's like one of the key simple strategies. There's always groups that are looking for volunteers uh, and it's usually very usually very loose so you can like usually show up somewhere and if it's like a soup kitchen or wherever you can just show up and just help out and you're there's no commitment that you have to keep to so but it's really good for our heart and our soul to keep ourselves alive so if you're finding yourself um, suffering from low self-esteem volunteer somewhere so service being one of those categories spirituality and mindfulness that may be your meditation practice that may be a church that you're going to uh it may be just listening to things that inspire you that's a broad category and everybody's different all hunter types are different so whatever that means to you but spirituality and mindfulness that's a, i think a big life category that often gets overlooked uh home so that's anything to do with your physical home space and things that relate to that. Uh, travel and adventure. Hunter types need to be out, need to move. Uh, and so what I find with my coaching clients is when that category comes up, they may say, okay, plan a trip with the family, you know, uh, once a year. And it, it may just sit on the goals list and we'll read the goals list every week in the coaching session or every coaching session. And then it just kind of sits there, sits there. And then one day they're like, yes, that's it. I got to do that. And then they, they schedule it and it's on. So if you, when you have a travel goal on your list of goals and you're reviewing those goals on a regular basis, those tend to jump out occasionally and say, okay, I need to then plan this trip. And for hundred types, sometimes that's a hard thing. It's, it gets overwhelming of like, okay, I got to go through all these steps to like book the tickets and all that. But if you have the reminder, you're more likely to do it. And then the last category I use is possessions. And so that's anything to do with things you need to purchase that will make your life better. Um, simple category. So to go back through those again, it's health and body, work, relationships, creative expression, finances, service, spirituality and mindfulness, home, travel and adventure, and possessions. Those are the categories. And so the challenge is, in each of those categories, write out or just bullet out the goals you have in each of those categories. And just all you got to do, I mean, I would say if you're listening to this right now and this is really alive, just stop it, hit pause, 
get out a notepad and just start writing those out. Just write the category name and then just bullet out. You don't have to write a long dissertation about it. Just do some bullets of like, here's the things that most matter to me. Maybe with health and body, it's like exercise twice a week or like refine my nutrition or stop eating sugar or stop binging is often one that I hear a lot where like people get on a certain trajectory and then they binge and uh, that's something that uh, in, so I've, we've covered in other podcasts it's something we'll definitely talk about in the workshop if you're interested but uh, that's a big deal so uh, through all those categories bullet those out and that gives you your trajectory for the year and it's very helpful to just take the time to do this to make those make those notes to yourself because they even if you they, they just sit on a piece of paper and you never revisit again those will drop into your subconscious but if the, the piece that i want to address here is that a lot of hunter types may have felt frustrated with their ability to complete or attain goals in the past and so this process becomes very difficult uh, and again, that's was one of the big impetus for doing a workshop is so that there's extra support in doing the work because uh, there's disappointment. And I'd say one of the number one uh, pieces that I hear from uh, coaching clients and people who listen to the podcast is challenge with completing long-term projects. And so that connects to goals and that connects to a, sometimes a lot of disappointment. So, uh, but if you take the time and just write this out without any heavy expectations on yourself to just absolutely attain these goals in this moment, just as an exercise, and you hold them a little looser, then you're more able to then you you like come back and revisit them and go okay well there's one thing I could do on this goal here or I could, there's one thing I can do on this goal here, uh, and that goes into the next topic which is how do you manage your time how do you make time your friend as I put it in in the email, so moving into time management so making your making time your friend. It sounds so cheesy but it's true, so I, I'd say the one piece that. Um, I read Hunter. Um, I read Tom Hartman's take on uh, on us hunter types being uh, having a fluid perception of time. I thought that is a great and clear dis, uh, depiction of how we perceive time. Hunter types tend to be very. We, it's it's actually literally an inability sometimes to project ourselves out into the future and estimate. When is this going to happen? And just making the discipline to like write something down on our calendar and then come back and revisit it and do it. I'm not making light of that. That's very sometimes very challenging for us hunter types to do that. But you can do it. And uh, when you have deadlines, when you have things that you know you need to do at a certain time, you're more likely to do them. And these are some of the tricks that we need to play in ourselves to make sure that we are attaining the, the goals that we set for ourselves. So uh, the third action involves refining your time management system. So I want to just, again, carry over from the goals into time management. How you attain your goals is by taking those pieces that you most care about in your goals and you put them into your schedule as habits that you make a part of your life on a weekly basis. So that starts with a critical piece 
that you've heard me talk about before, which is that you discipline yourself to have, at the, to the best of your ability, one calendar that you use. You don't have four or five different ones. You don't write it on a piece of paper. And then do it. You, dis- you say, I got one calendar. If you're someone who's using your phone a lot and you, 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 you find that that's the best way to do it, then you know use Google Calendar, sync that up with all your devices, and just do it that way. And so every time you've got something that you know you have to do, you put it in that one spot. You, you can do it on your phone. It syncs up you're good to go but you don't have four or five different places you do it simplifying your time management system is a key to being successful as a hunter type so part of it is just doing that getting that going or if you're someone who prefers uh, writing things down on a piece of paper then you you go out if you haven't already and get yourself a paper planner that's got uh, ideally two pages per day left and right I like the Franklin Covey planners but there's many many different planners that are out there and you use them you, you just use that as your you sketch out like here's the, the the any event that's coming up you write it in your planner and you make it a discipline to carry it with you and use it wherever you go so those are the two two pieces that I talk about so if you haven't done that then this is something you that I would highly recommend that you do now uh and then also, I would suggest going back and listening to our time management podcast as well, which is podcast number, did I write it down? I don't have it in my notes. It's okay. Oh, episode 14, time management tips. So if you go back to episode 14, I go through not only how to build a really good time management system, but then how do you maintain it? How do you keep it going over time? How do you keep the habit going? And then the suggestion is if you've done that and you keep falling off, then I would suggest coaching, life coaching, super helpful in terms of keeping this piece going. And this is a critical piece and something that I would say it's at least 25 to 50% of the work that I do with coaching is just getting items like out of people's heads and getting them into like clearly defined pieces that then go onto their calendar so that they actually do them. So you've got to think in terms of not just having a big, huge action item list that you never complete, but how do you take the things that you most care about, put them in time so that you are doing them on a regular basis. For example, if you are wanting to become, I use this example a lot, if you want to become a good filmmaker and you want to attain uh, a certain level of uh, accomplishment and maybe even get making that part of your life, then you need to devote a certain amount of time every week to studying filmmaking, going out and shooting, writing scripts. And so you need to block that time out. Even if you have a full-time job, you got to figure out those times in the week that are going to be most beneficial for you doing that work. And you lock that time in and you make sure that you are doing that on a regular basis and you have reminders so that you keep coming back to it. And then if that's hard for you, then you start scheduling it with other people because that's usually the trick that helps bring it. Like if you find that you don't have the discipline, which I can, you know, there's things in my life that I don't have the discipline for to maintain them. I have to then schedule that with other people. So that's sort of the magic trick. But mostly it's just how do you have simple time management pieces that you can work with where you're taking uh, the things, the goals that you most care about and put them in time as habits on your calendar and you're actually following through with them. And part of that, again, is knowing when to schedule them uh, during your week. And this kind of goes in, goes back to the self-awareness of like, what are the times that I'm good at doing certain things? If you're really creative at night, then you obviously want to schedule those kinds of creative projects at night. 
uh, if you a challenge that I see with a lot of hunter types is that we tend to schedule things that after like at the end of the day when we've had a long day at work and then we're tired and then we'll say well I'll do my exercise at like eight o'clock at night it almost never works <laughs> then you feel frustrated and then you beat yourself up because you didn't do it you've got to find another time in the day that you can carve out that's going to be better for you so that you can make it an easier uh, more consistent process for yourself so that piece is really important that all connects with time management so i would say go back and listen to time management tips go to the book the book it's chapter 10 and review those notes and to see how at the beginning of this year you can really dial in your time management systems and in in the book i talk a lot about note taking and the importance of note taking and getting your ideas down on paper or on your computer so that you actually follow through with them so that you're taking your creativity and the ideas that you come up with and you're actually make taking action on them and that's how this podcast has occurred this is definitely how the book happened and this is how i've been able to manage uh, being a creative person and making a living at it since 22. So these are key pieces of things I know really well. I know the importance of them. And I also know that when you don't have things like a good time management system and good note-taking skills, it's much more difficult to, to, to find your purpose and be a creative human being and, and follow through with the things that you care about. When you don't have those systems in place, it's really a crapshoot. But once you have good systems, then you can build on top of them and they become more and more productive and they bear more and more fruit and you're able to move more towards the things that you care about. So on day four, uh, I called it time to revitalize. This is just all about nourishing your physical body, giving yourself what you need so that you can really thrive, you can think clearly, you can function at the top of your game. This is, I can't stress enough how important this piece is. So the challenge is really, you know, what is it you, one of the key pieces that I, I throw out is like, what can you do to commit to having cardio exercise for at least a half an hour, even if it's 15 minutes? I mean, I got to stress that like it doesn't have to be a long slog for you to have a good exercise routine, but having like, what can you do to have a creative, sustainable cardio routine in your, in your schedule at least twice a week, ideally at least half an hour per session or daily, which is often even easier. So like getting up in the morning and just going, taking the dogs for a long walk that's even a, that's a really simple exercise uh, but if you can get out in nature go for a jog go out to the beach if you have a beach nearby find some place that you really love going to or you, even going to the gym or doing the treadmill whatever it is cardio is what hunter types need it goes back to that hunter farmer theory hunters needed to move and so if you find yourself fuzzy and frustrated you're not moving enough you're, there's two things, either you're not moving enough or you're not putting in healthy fuel into your body. You're just you're, you're eating poor foods. Those are the two things that really exasperate uh, ADD, ADHD symptoms. So cardio and movement is essential. It's the number one thing you can do to shift your ability to focus. And that then turns into your ability to move towards the purpose, your life purpose and what you most care about can't stress it enough and what's most important is how do you build in 
the ease into the schedule. How can, how can it be fun? How can it be enjoyable? Can you schedule two racquetball sessions in a week with a friend? Well, you know twice a week you're getting that in. That's fun. You can enjoy that. You get camaraderie with your friends. It gets you and plugs you from your life a little bit, and you can just enjoy yourself. Or softball or whatever. I mean, there's, there's a million ways you can do cardio, but the key is locking it into your schedule. And I want to add to this that if you can't, there's a lot of things I, I talk about with coaching clients is how do you take your work schedule and make sure that you're getting outside on a, you know, ideally every hour you're getting up in for 10 minutes, you're five minutes, you're going for a walk and just walking around the office, but ideally getting outside, even if it's cold, because I know a lot of you are in colder climates. Um, how do you just move just to clear your head? Because if you're doing a lot of really heady work, uh, then you this is essential for you to do it. It's part of, like, if you're at a job where they don't allow you to move around, you're not in the right job for a hunter type. It's it's not going to be your best job. You need to be able to have the freedom to get up and move around, get fresh air. You'll be more functional. So movement is essential. But again, if you can get in a good cardio routine, so the ideal piece would be a good really nice jog at least twice a week um, and if you're really into it like go through marathons go check you know do what you need to do to really get yourself amped up for for cardio and it could be swimming but giving yourself that physical challenge if you're someone who's very physical and has been active in your life then you know this is this is something that one that you're you're fortunate and you want to keep that alive and you want to make sure it's consistent because some of you uh, that I've coached I know that you you're you're active, but it's not consistent. And so you, if you track your weeks, you'll notice that the days that you do exercise, you're probably more functional. So that's the exercise piece. The nutrition piece and the challenge that I give you is see if you can eliminate in your diet all artificial colorings, preservatives, sweeteners, etc. This is These are taking you down undeniably. These are your kryptonite. Uh, finding healthy nourishing but satisfying replacements is the way to go uh, again find your local health food store even if it's just where you buy your snacks find some healthy snacks that maybe replace some of the things that you're eating that aren't the best um, and then replace them with things that you really enjoy eating so don't try to starve yourself don't try to get onto a diet that you don't feel like you can manage uh, find a way into uh, an easeful way into eating better. And again, part of that is one, eliminating the artificials, reducing or eliminating refined sugar if possible. You can still do anything that's got organic sugar, cane sugar. Those are things that, that are at least whole sugars that you, aren't as hard on your pancreas. It's still sugar, but it's definitely an improvement than the refined sugar, which is a very highly concentrated form of sugar. Uh, and so that you'll notice what well, the thing that I noticed when I started doing that is I started not getting sick. Like I would get sick, you know, a couple times a year. I almost never get sick anymore. My, my uh, immune system's really strong. If I find myself getting sick, I'll notice that when I have something sweet, if I do, if I go to a party or have something that's got refined sugar in it, within 10 minutes, I've got a tickle in my throat and I can start to feel like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of a sore throat and then I'll have to take some vitamin C and I'll notice that I just got to be right on top of it. So it really is, there's just so much literature out there on how hard refined sugar is on your body. So if you can trend, like change that, again, go to a health food store, see if you can find some healthy replacements for what you already love eating, don't starve yourself. That would be a really good way to start your year. 
Most importantly though, 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. As I always say, if you can make that the trajectory for your life in terms of your regular habit of, of, of eating, you're gonna be in the positive. And if it's hard, find protein bars. You know, get like, oftentimes for lunch, I'll just have like a, a protein bar or something really simple, but it carries me through. If I don't do that, then one, I don't have any energy, and two, I start to get, you know, fuzzy. And then I'm more, if I don't nourish myself through the day, then I'm going to have less willpower later in the day, and I'm more likely to go for something that I don't want. Now, I can say for me, that's, a pattern that it's pretty much gone. I mean, I have a pretty, the, the eating habit thing's been locked in for a while. So I can tell you, and I, as you've heard me say before, I grew up eating fast food and not eating, you know, a lot of colas, a lot of, a lot of uh, sugary, I used to love drinking my Pepsi every day, but it was killing me. I mean, it's really was just killing me. I, it's like I could feel like I'm so grateful that I stopped when I was 21, 22. And my whole life changed when I started changing my diet. So exercise and diet, I can't stress enough as hunter types. Reduce or eliminate the artificials and ideally the refined sugar, but start with the artificials and two, 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. This is going to get you in a good trajectory for this year. And the podcasts that you want to listen to in terms of support for this are episodes 11, 12, and 13. Uh, those are going to be the ones that are going to cover all these topics in detail. So go back and listen to those. And this is chapter 9 in the book, I believe. So exercise, diet, and supplements. So if you got the book, break the book out, listen to those podcasts. This, is, this would be the next order of business for you going into 2018. Okay, and then the last email that I sent out on day five was success through support systems. So this really is the critical piece for most of us because I'd say a lot of us can do one through four for a short period of time and many of you have but it's the support systems you have in place that maintain it and this is the area that if you're not putting energy towards it then you, there's, it's really easy to then just slip and go back to old patterns again. So building in support systems into your planning for 2018 is critical. So the one challenge that I gave you was uh, find the area that you struggle with most in your life. Name that area. So if it's exercise or if it's um, support for like mental clarity or if it's completing projects that you most care about in terms of creativity or whatever, whatever that the biggest challenge should be where you build in the best support. Like you want to stack the support on that area because more than likely if that's the biggest challenge and you start to to minimize it, all it's going to affect all the other areas of your life in a positive way. So the example that I gave is if you, and I mentioned it even earlier in the podcast, if you have a challenge exercising and maintaining a good exercise routine, call a friend, do it with somebody else, someone else in your life guaranteed 100% wants to be exercising on a regular basis and they need your support to keep them accountable. So if that's the case, then you build it in. You say twice a week at this time, this is when we're exercising. That's an example. Now, whatever the areas in your life that you're challenged by, seek support, do it with somebody else, Find a group that you want. Like if, you, if you're a film, again, going back to, the, I don't know why I used the filmmaker uh, reference, but it's, I think it's hundred, there's a lot of hundred types in the entertainment industry. If you want to grow your ability to do that well, 
find a group nearby, go to meetup.com, find some place where you can go on a regular basis to get some juice for that. So you can feel inspired, you can get some community support and get yourself moving in that direction. It's smarter, not harder. Don't try to do it all yourself. Build in good systems so that you can maintain the direction and trajectory that you want. So uh, that's it. I, I'd say those are the big pieces that will help you get moving in 2018. Uh, I know I've covered these before, but I just know for a fact that all of you need to hear this on a regular basis. I need to hear these on a regular basis. So I hope that's helpful. Again, in regards to support, if you're interested in joining us on the Alive online life coaching workshop. I would love to have you. That's going to be February 3rd, February 10th, February 17th, and February 24th. Those will be the four days. We'll be covering life visioning, time management, wellness planning, and creating support systems. Uh, online, it, again, it'll be from uh, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time, and we'll be recording them. If you can make even two of those, it's probably worth the investment. Uh, so go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com and click on the top banner. Go to alivelifecoaching.com. I'll have the information up there. Uh, and then you can and just keep an eye on your emails if, you have, if you're on the email list. If you're not, get on it. I think it's really important to stay connected to what we're doing. Uh, hopefully, as we move through the year, I'll have some videos out as well to support you on some of these pieces. But more importantly, I think going into this year, I'm going to try to cover a lot of the topics that we haven't covered that much. Um, and we may go into much more detail on about like how do you shop, how do you food doing some food preparation, bringing in some other people that I think would be supportive for you to hear from. Uh, so very excited. There's a few guests that I'm really excited to have on. So uh, look forward to that. And again, thank you so much for all your support the last couple months. And I'm so pleased that this has been growing and expanding. And I know that Batman will be back soon uh, in some of the, the upcoming podcasts. So if, I know you've got a lot of fans out there. So stay tuned for that. Um, Again, join the email list if you haven't already. Uh, go to drummerandthegreatmountain.com and just join the email list that keeps you posted on what's going on. Uh, we are a small press, so if you can support us in getting the word out, we super appreciate it. Uh, reviews on iTunes, uh, Goodreads, anywhere else that you feel that would be helpful in spreading the world, bleh, spreading the word, please, please do so. It really helps grow this perspective, and it, it's this, it's maybe your way of if you've been inspired by this work to give back and to to get this to other people that would most benefit from it. Um, and until next time, as Batman always says, take care of your health and yourself. Be well. <laughs>